companies can start integrating those ESG goals into that strategic planning process. Because in order to achieve these goals, they have to invest in the business. And if that happens at that level, you really have the organization all talking about those ESG metrics. What that allows us to do is start leveraging the current technology that supports those processes to enable the cultural change and the metric reporting requirements of a company. Welcome to the Hackett Group's Business Acceleration Podcast. Week after week, you'll hear from top experts on how to avoid obstacles, manage detours, and celebrate milestones on the journey to world-class performance. Hi, I'm Gary Baker, Global Communications Director for the Hackett Group. This week, we'll be discussing how planning technology can help companies achieve their environmental, social, and governance goals. And this is an area known as ESG. My guest today is Linda Copeland, an associate principal who focuses on emerging opportunities for leveraging technology. Hi, Linda. Hey, Gary. How are you? Good, good. Linda, can you start by giving us an overview of ESG, kind of what it is and what impact it has on companies? So ESG is a pretty deep topic. It's It's been around for a while. I'll give you a little bit of history. But as you mentioned earlier, it stands for environmental, social, and governance. It is a merging topic within firms. The ESG movement more recently has been driven by the investor community. So traditionally, investors were looking simply for companies to provide the return on investment, as an example. And as a result of that, there was less focus on other social-related issues. More recently, there's been an introduction of investors that are focused on companies that provide sustainable investing opportunities. Specifically, they're looking for companies that do well from an environmental perspective, from a social perspective. And this has been the focus and really the drive behind the ESG movement most recently. As an example, the CEO of BlackRock has an entire platform that he discusses with his investors as it relates to companies that are investing in ESG-related activities. Really, what it comes down to is there are effectively three different buckets of opportunities for companies to measure their their environmental, social, and governance activities. Specifically around environmental, people are measuring things like energy usage, emissions, water usage, uh, recycling, water recycling, material usage. From a social perspective, they're measuring themselves on gender equality, ethnic equality, what they're giving their funds for, like corporate giving. Those social-related issues, companies are measuring themselves against that. And then from a governance perspective, it has to do with having the right board of directors. Is there a diverse board of directors? Are you complying with all the regulatory requirements of your company? So there are basically three areas of focus for the companies. Now, there are a number of different organizations that are responsible for uh, they're providing guidelines for these companies. One is the Sustainability Accounting Standards Board. And then another one is Global Reporting Initiative, which is GRI. And there's also the financial disclosures organization as well. So these these organizations are starting to provide some feedback on what companies should do. Interesting. What regulations are in place today around ESG and and how is that kind of uh, landscape changing? As it relates to regulations, they're pretty limited at the moment, specifically around the in the U.S. But in the EU, they're more advanced in the requirements that they're setting for their companies. As an example, 
on April 2021, the EU released a corporate sustainability reporting directive. And essentially what that means is that they are going to start requiring companies in 2023 to provide disclosures around their objectives of ESG, so metrics related to that. From a U.S. perspective, more recently, March of 2022, the SEC is becoming more involved in disclosure requirements for companies. They set new rules as it relates to climate-related disclosures for companies, and we see more opportunity and more involvement in the U.S. market for disclosure for investors to pick those companies that are meeting their needs from a social perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From a corporate governance perspective, are there other areas that ESG affects? Yeah, absolutely. A great example that relates to the funding of these firms. So if you take a look at lending, you have a number of different increases in lending requirements that are focused on ESG. A good example would be IMG. They provided a billion-dollar loan to Philips that had the interest rate that was charged on that loan specifically tied to ESG metrics. So that's a significant change in the marketplace. And as they improve their ESG metrics, the rate that they charge for that loan would float, as well as making sure they're complying with the initial ESG metrics that they set out in the loan. Another area of of significant importance relates to the amount of funds that are flowing into ESG-specific companies, those companies that are focusing on ESG, not just their financial metrics, right? So at one point, we've seen $17 trillion of assets under management by these investment firms of $50 trillion that are specifically targeting ESG-related companies and those companies that are specifically doing well in ESG and environmental, social, and governance. Okay. You look at technology. So what's the current landscape like in terms of technology that can help firms achieve their ESG goals? Yeah, that's a really great question. And so since this is an emerging area of responsibility for companies, it really is in its infancy stage as it relates to any software or that enables the collection of these metrics, right? So at the moment, what we're seeing is a very fragmented approach to implementing technology to help companies. And what I mean by that is we have a number of firms entering the market whereby they have specific software that's targeted exact, just for ESG. And, you know, that's, that's pretty important to do, but we see a change as it relates to the software used to support the ESG requirements. And we see an opportunity. So we think that one of the best ways to implement ESG into your company and help change the culture of the company is to leverage those existing processes and software that exist in a company. So as an example, we know that in the accounting area, there's specific processes that they have in place on a monthly, quarterly, and annual basis that the organization complies to as it relates to any accounting requirements. Additionally, uh, from a financial planning perspective, there are very rigid processes in place that help a company achieve their financial goals. And what we see as an opportunity is to start leveraging those existing processes along with the software that help those processes achieve those goals, integrate the ESG platform and metrics into those processes. So as an example, if you do a a typical financial planning process, starts with a strategic plan. 
So a strategic plan is the long-term goals of a company. And they lay out those metrics like return on investment. They have specific projects that they're setting aside cash to support the growth of the business. And what we see happening is that companies can start integrating those ESG goals into that strategic planning process. Because in order to achieve these goals, they have to invest in the business. And we see that happening and can happen within that strategic planning process. And if that happens at that level and you integrate the targets down to the lower levels to support the annual planning process, you really have the organization all talking about those ESG metrics in addition to the financial commitments that an organization has. So that's a great opportunity. And what that allows us to do is start leveraging the current technology that supports those processes to enable the cultural change and the metric reporting requirements of a company. It's a great opportunity. How can companies use their existing EPM, Enterprise Performance Management Systems, uh, in support of their ESG initiatives? Yeah, another great question. And so uh, maybe we start with a brief overview of EPM. So EPM, Performance Management Systems, Enterprise Performance Management Systems, supports those processes that we just talked about, right? So there's a whole set of modules that support the efficient use and its closing of the books from an accounting perspective. Additionally, there are specific technology and modules that support the overall financial planning process, right? So these are modules that help the accounting and the financial planning groups become more efficient, right? And so what we plan to do and what we're working on right now is to leverage those tools to enable the collection and monitoring of these ESG metrics. And so as an example... Driver-based planning is one of the things that these software tools now allow companies to use a more advanced planning process. We can see that in addition to just the financial calculation of the cost, as an example, that we can start gathering information around ESG metrics, drivers to the business, and then calculate the overall financial plan. One example would be leveraging the amount of water uses to calculate the consumption of water or sourcing information around any other metric related to ESG, such as, I know, leaks of refrigerant or usage of natural gas. All those kind of metrics can be sourced from source systems and brought right into your financial planning process so that you can measure your organization's ability to achieve those goals. So it really is, it fits nicely within both the financial management process, as well as the technology that helps that financial management become more efficient and more enabling. Very interesting. Can you share some examples of cases where companies have used EPM as a platform for planning and measuring ESG performance? Absolutely. So one great example would be around how companies manage the initiatives that they engage in at the beginning of each year. And so Typically, companies have an initiative process where they ask the organization to submit initiatives that are internal investment opportunities to a headquarters, as an example. So people submit these projects to invest in. What we see happening from our clients is the leveraging of the platform, the technology platform that supports the development of the business cases. So if you can imagine a business case being developed for any reason, whether it be cost reduction or increased revenue, we also see the opportunity to submit projects that are ESG-specific programs. In order to achieve some of these ESG goals, you need to invest in the company's resources in that. And so 
we can imagine that an ESG reporting requirement around project initiatives and track how they're doing with regard to investing in projects that are specifically targeted toward reduction in ESG metrics or improvement in ESG metrics. Another a good example. The other thing that we see happening with our clients is that, again, going back to our driver-based discussion earlier, we can leverage the current financial planning process from a driver perspective. So as an example, one of the energy companies got involved with sourcing metrics related to fresh water withdrawn in cubic meters, number of marine vessels, number of spills, all that kind of data with regard to the ESG goals of a company can be sourced within the EPM environment. Because what the EPM environment has is it has a layer of integration that allows us to pull data from a variety of resources as a starting point for your financial plan. So we can collect that information from not just the ERP system or the general ledger, but also from other sources that may not have that financial-related information. So when we pull that in, we can then monitor them and measure the progress towards that within the financial system, as well as develop a financial plan around that. And so another great example of how EPM can be used to enable the cultural shift that we're talking about with ESG relates to the portfolio products it has to support reporting. As we know that you can get information in the system, but more importantly, or as important, you need to be able to report that information. And so the EPM systems that we implement have a variety of tools that we can layer on top of the data collection in the financial plans that allow us to report on things. So an example, there's a narrative reporting module. Effectively, that is used typically to report information on the accounting information for the SEC. And so this reporting tool allows for commentary with regard to the metrics. It allows for the accumulation of reports. We see the accumulation of ESG data and leveraging that platform to formally produce a report on ESG metrics as an opportunity. That goes in addition to the opportunities you have around dashboarding with these systems. So creating a dashboard for the executive to see the consumption of lost time or the increase in lost time or the percentage of the workforce that is male versus female, all those kind of related ESG metrics, we can create dashboards within the system once the data gets in there to help support the monitoring of our ability to achieve these ESG objectives. Great stuff. Thanks so much for taking a couple of minutes with us today and help uh, help our audiences understand this area of emerging interest. You're welcome. I'm anxious to, to talk to people about it. Thanks for listening. You can find the audio, helpful resources, and a transcript of each episode at podcast.thehackagroup.com. If you liked this episode, please share it. You can also subscribe at Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode. We'd welcome your feedback by tapping the rating on this or any episode, or send us an email at podcast at thehackitgroup.com. The Hackett Group is a global leader in defining and enabling world-class performance. Learn how we can assist with your improvement journey at www.thehackitgroup.com.